This upcoming May 14th is Mother's Day, and we are celebrating and remembering our mothers as we should right here on the Good Grief Podcast, along with Amber Miller. I'm Pete Wagner. We'll get into that topic and more right after this. More and more people are pre-planning their funerals to save their loved ones the stress of having to plan after an emotional loss. If you're thinking of planning for your funeral but are unsure where to start, you can head to the website oconnellfuneralhomes.com for some free resources. There are 10 things to think about before your funeral PDF comes with a handy worksheet for collecting your thoughts. Some of them might even surprise you. When the time comes and you're ready to take the next step or just ask some questions, our team is here to help you take away the guesswork. At any point, you can call to schedule an appointment to sit down with a qualified pre-planning specialist. Head over to the website to check out their resources and to set a no-obligation appointment. Now, back to our podcast. We welcome you back to the Good Grief Podcast along with Amber Miller. I'm Pete Wagner. And Amber, we're going to celebrate and remember our mothers on this upcoming uh, Mother's Day month, uh, not just day. Right. It should be called the Mother's month. Day month, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so obviously it's very important. Thanks for jumping in here. We know you're busy and uh, you're the straw that stirs the drinks around here at the O'Connell Family <laughs> Funeral Homes. And by the way, if you want to check them online, it's O'ConnellFuneralHomes.com. And uh, there's everything you need from great resources to if something happens quickly and you need to move, the team here will take care of you 100%. So let's talk a little bit about Mother's Day and remembering mm-hmm. our moms. Yeah, I think especially from a a death perspective, Mother's Day um, can be a a difficult one, especially if our mom is no longer with us. So a lot of people ask, well, what do I do that day? How do I celebrate? How do I remember her? And how do I celebrate all of the other uh, wonderful women in our lives? Well, when we do that, what are the things we should be aware of um, when we are thinking of it? You know, I mean, there are things that our moms will always live within us but Mm -hmm. there's also some other things that go on with it too and what you should do yeah well first off before the day even occurs it's important to be proactive and prepare i think you know we talked about it in a previous podcast about grief triggers and those tend to be less intensified when we plan for the day so maybe reach out to family and friends see what they're doing for their help get some companionship on the day but really think about ways that you can honor her and that all goes back to her legacy so what traits are in you or traits that she passed down to you that give you strength or courage or determination, compassion, love. Think about all of those things. Sometimes even creating like a little altar space at home gives you that, that physical space. What, to that, be able what does to that look like to you? Pictures, candles, um, personal things of hers, whether it was her jewelry, her recipes, uh, things that she really liked. Do you put that up for the day or do you kind of completely up to you it can be for just the day it can be for the full mother's day weekend it couldn't be for the full for the month, month. Like, absolutely okay absolutely because yeah. <laughs> it's mother's day month yeah uh that's that's a really cool thing and you know i think what you're suggesting is yeah it's great to go out and visit grave sites mm-hmm. or where, where urns could be but this is doing a little bit more than just that's good mm-hmm. doing the time but this is actually in a process correct mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think physically doing something that day, even if it is just going to the, to the graveside to remember kind of brings about healing, um, and, um, gets, gets you moving, right. Gets you really thinking. 
And, you know, it's never too late because when I've been reading through this, I'm going to do this this year. I'm going to do something of this. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. This is awesome. So there are other things that we can do to celebrate, honor, remember our mothers um, who have uh, are gone and have Mm -hmm. passed away. Uh, Let's go through some of those things and ideas that you're going to give me that I can do for (laughs) mine. Yeah. Well, I always traditionally think of flowers. So Mm -hmm. whether I get, you know, my mom a flower basket or just fresh cut flowers, um, you know, maybe that's something where you have those things at home. So you have, you know, this beautiful bouquet of, you know, I say tulips because those are my favorite flowers. Having those on the counter to really remember mom or um, having them be a particular color that was her favorite or having hanging baskets out that you tend to as part of kind of your healing journey. But you knew that mom would have loved to have these tended to and, and see how, how big and beautiful Yeah, something they get. that she loved too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Well, you can go out on the flower realm. You can go out and buy bulbs too. So mm-hmm. again, back to the tulips, if that was something she really liked, plant those out in your garden. Or if you're not a, a flower person, maybe a tree or a bush or a shrub, something like that. And then trees give back to the environment. So all good things to do. You can't lose there. Now, you're <laughs> a big writer, I think. Uh, a uh, little bit, yeah. yeah I, I kind of sense that. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe writing a letter wouldn't be a bad idea either. Right, yep. And, you know, oftentimes like a, a counselor or a therapist will always encourage that. So write a letter to her. Maybe say all of the things that you're you're grateful for of, of her or things that she did for you. Um, is If that's something that you keep for, for next year, if that's something you just write a letter and, and put it in the little altar thing that you're creating or put it at her graveside or anything like that. Wouldn't it be cool if you wrote that letter and maybe you put it on an altar mm-hmm. and then you did that every year? If you look over the course of, let's say, a decade and just kind of put it together and read it almost as though uh, that's a 10-chapter book over those mm-hmm. t- Wouldn't that be interesting to see yeah. where your head was at and what you wrote? Or every year thinking about one thing that you're grateful for her. And over the course of the 10 years or so that you do that tradition, you have 10 grateful traits that you have of mom. I like that. Yeah. Uh, how about, oh, this, her, like, why, why do we equate food and meals <laughs> with mom? But we do, right? right? I mean, it's, um, my mom was, my kids will say she's the best cook they've ever known. Mm. And so you suggest something about a favorite meal, brunch, or dinner. I mean, mm-hmm. isn't that great? Yeah. Well, that's the second thing I think of with Mother's Day is flowers and take mom out to brunch. Food. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's, you know, having the family over and, and preparing her favorite recipes or things that she would have normally made on brunch or even going out to the restaurant that you guys always went out to. Um, you know, always, always fun things to kind of share stories and, and memories over recipes. And you're suggesting bringing in the grandkids as well. It's, I mean, it's not just you and right. your kids, it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Bring the grandkids in to help with mom's recipes or to help set the table, um, all about community and, and engagement. How about hobbies? Maybe go for uh, a walk on her favorite walking path. If she was like a sewer, maybe sew something or knit or start a cross-stitch, cook or bake. You know, all of the things that she really loved. Do you think we can look at our moms at some point and say, she did this like really well. Mm-hmm. And, and and you wonder like who else would do that? <laughs> you know, like they, they have a little knickknack thing that they do. I think it's really easy for all of us to find something special like mm-hmm. that for sure. Yes. I totally agree. Uh, how about um, music or, or television or, or, or books, you know, those types of forms of entertainment? 
Yeah. Um, you know, if she was a music person listening or putting on the background her her favorite artist or, or a CD, music is such a huge connector. I mean, music therapy in general is a, is a big industry and something huge that, on that, right. Um, so listening to some of those songs or watching that movie, reading that book, and even if it's journaling at the same time and writing down some of the feelings that you have or, or memories that connect like, Oh, I'm listening to the song and it reminds me of my mom and we were driving in the car to this event. Or, um, it reminds me of her out in the garden, you know, very similar to mm-hmm. smells too. Right. To the food. Uh, The food and the smells and Mm -hmm. the flowers. Yep. See, we're getting there. Uh, Family traditions are Mm -hmm. obviously big. And I I think there's um, the the greatest tip of the cap to one's legacy is to continue on the things that they started. But it's also to build on it too, right? Yep. Build on it. Invite new people. Expand the scope of it. Um, You know, what we mentioned before, uh, continue going to that same restaurant that maybe she really loved or bringing that restaurant to the to the house and having it catered and having the full family there making new traditions too is important um, if if creating the the outstanding traditions is stressful well, this is an interesting one tell stories and there's something here before you you kind of get into that I think is interesting I, you know I, my mom used to talk a lot about obviously my grandma her mom and dad mm-hmm. and then also their parents mm. And so that's getting back into the mid-1800s. So I've got some lineage of how things were with them in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? Or in the area. Yeah. And then you fast forward a- ahead to today, and I haven't shared that with my kids. So mm. that whole, I'm going to now, that whole dynamic is lost. What a great lineage and historical thing, though. That's what telling stories can do to keep things present as to who we are and why. Mm-hmm. Ancestry is such a big thing and a popular thing right now that Mother's Day is a perfect time to do that. Pull out the ancestry, the old photos, the old memories, the, the stories that were shared with you and, and keep passing them on. <laughs> I don't know. You, have you ever noticed like on older photos, like from the late mid 1800s, no one's smiling. Right. Is, is that like, how does it, so you look at it and you go, were they that does, unhappy? Or? Does anybody smile? Yeah. Or is like, do we laugh here? It's like, yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just me. Right. Okay. Nope, not that's just cool. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I, I like this too. Um, you know, I, my mom used to do a lot of volunteer work mm. and a lot of things that were maybe under the radar type things. And there were causes that were important to her. And, and you talk about donating and volunteering. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Supporting her favorite charity or just volunteering your time to help others or to help others that she wished to help. Um, You know, maybe if she wasn't involved with a charity, think about those causes that were really important. So if she was a teacher volunteering at the local school or going to the local library and reading children's books during story time or coordinating, you know, closed drives at the school, all of Mm -hmm. those things that were always an important um, topic and and cause for her, but maybe she didn't necessarily donate to a particular charity. I've got a long list myself, and I'm sure people listening can and will too Mm -hmm. with just that topic alone, which is really awesome. How about gifts to others? Yeah, so sometimes when you have people over, whether it's the grandkids or family or friends, even gifting them a small token, you know, maybe mom was really big into jewelry and that's something that you have out on the table and people can take if that's something that you want. Or even a small token, you know, my grandmother was a huge um, sewer. She was a very accomplished seamstress. So even having a button 
you know, and keeping it in my pocket and something that I grab onto and hold onto. Or maybe it's having a bunch of rocks from her garden Mm -hmm. and people can write a little note or um, memory and put it in a vase. And every single Mother's Day you contribute to the vase or it's a rock that they can keep in their pocket. Um, sharing, you know, bringing photos with them to this brunch and maybe creating a collage where they get to take a photo home if you're bringing out all of the albums and looking at those really old photos. So all of those kind of random acts of kindness too, going to the coffee shop and paying for the person that's behind you or baking for a neighbor, dropping off donations to the food shelf or homeless shelter, all of those things that we're gifting to others in this time. Can you extend that to grandmothers too? Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's not just one. Right. I mean, you can do a couple uh-huh. in one, which would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really nice. How about support groups? Well, there's lots of support groups for, for those that it's specifically for those who have lost a mother. But we've kind of talked about in the past those meetups. So maybe on Mother's Day, you go out hiking with a, a group of people. Um, and, you know, you may be a mother yourself, too. So really looking at that whole spectrum. You know, uh Mothers give you the the gift of life and the mm-hmm. gift of faith. I mean, if you're faith driven, mm-hmm. and um, without it, you're really nothing. Right. So even though they're presently not here with us, it really makes a lot of uh, sense to be able to continue to personally be able to recognize the depth of impact that's had on you as a person, mm-hmm. and to continually reminding yourself and your kids that there's a lot more to this than just what meets the eye. Right. 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 Yep. There's more to, there's so much of what makes up me and I want to share it. And my mom was one of those and grandma and so on. So that's lots of important awesome. women in our lives. Uh, how'd you come up with this topic? Well, with Mother's Day here this May, uh, we know that a lot, we get a lot of questions about it. Do you? Yeah. You know, what to do on Mother's Day, um, especially from a grief perspective. So it's just an important topic to address. Do you have a PhD in psychology? <laughs> no. But I mean, you kind of do. Right. I mean, even though you don't. Right. <laughs> but, but when you think about like what you, uh, it's fascinating. And so I ask you these questions because I know your wealth of experience is so d- deep in the depth of what you know, uh, no textbook could teach. Right. And I think it's really awesome that you're able to share these things, come up with these ideas and really go outside of the box, mm-hmm. you know, because it could be very very simple four corners, four pillars of what, you know, well, this is what we do. But I love how you go out of the box and say, okay, what is Maine? It's Mother's Day. Geez, we get a, a lot of questions. Let's 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 attack this and approach it. And I yeah. think it's awesome. Well, we want to be a good resource to everyone in the community and all the, you know, the stressors that they face and grief and loss and, and all of that. We just want to be a really great resource and a place, a safe haven for them to come to for their questions. Well, that you are. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Thanks for joining us here today. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, enjoy Mother's Day, Mother's Day month. Yes. Um, we should remember what really got us here and how we are. And we're all very lucky for sure. Mm-hmm. Amber, take care. Have yourself a great day. Thanks, you too. I'm Pete Wagner. So long, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we'd greatly appreciate if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or share this episode with your friends. Please don't hesitate to tell us what topics you would like us to cover in future episodes. And you can do so by leaving a comment in the comment section or send us a message on social media. We'll see you next month.